Thank you for choosing this podcast from the Calling Community Church. Our mission is to create space for all people to experience the compassionate love of the Father and to discover the calling He has for their life. Please enjoy the message today, recorded live inside the Wilson Performing Arts Auditorium at Platte County High School in Platte City, Missouri. So we want to do something real fast here while the little ones are here. Jamie, where are you at? Jamie, come ahead and come on up. I want to introduce Jamie Reynolds to you. Jamie is, um, she's not, she's definitely not new to my life. Jamie was seventh grade, seventh or eighth grade, and our church would go and pick up this crazy group of kids at this apartment complex, and she was one of them. And now she's all grown up, and she has a middle schooler of her own, and, uh, and a little guy right here. And so her husband was David, the one that just sang. And so we're blessed to have them be a part of our church. And Jamie's been praying for a while. We've been praying for a while about someone to direct and lead the children's ministry here at the Calling Community Church. Jamie answered that call. So you can clap for her, all right? And all these people are going to volunteer to serve in the children's ministry, Jamie. You will have more volunteers you know what to do with, right? And everybody's like putting their head down, don't look at me. All right, so come on up. Trish is going to come up. I'm going to ask my wife who has been leading the children's ministry since day one. You guys come on up. I want the little kids to come on up. Hey, can you guys make a circle around Jamie? You know what a circle is and hold hands? Circle around her. Come around this way. Knox, you want to come on this side? You guys, can you hold hands? I know that's for you boys, holding hands of girls. I know. You'll like it one of these days, I promise. Trish is going to speak a blessing over Jamie as she takes on this new role. So let's hold hands. All right, we're all connected. So this is, um, so Jamie, so I bless you with the knowledge of your purpose so that you, kids and the parents of the calling, um, will benefit from that. I bless you with being able to carry out God's work with honor and integrity. I bless you with life-giving relationships with kids, the volunteers, and the parents with joy that will bring joy and peace and happiness to you in this ministry. Mm. I bless you with knowing that God fights for you and will fulfill your destiny. I bless you with the ability to trust God as you experience his faithfulness because there will be times when there's not enough people helping out, and so just know that he's faithful. I bless you with the abundant godly experiences so that you will never doubt him. Mm, and so. I bless you with no fear of uh, falling behind because your godly dream unfolds. Okay. Amen. Yeah, awesome. Thank you. One more time. Give her a hand. So last week was kind of fun. If you were here last week, we got a chance to meet in the North Gym. Uh, we, it, was li- it was a lively crowd. We cheered, we, che- we testified, we proclaimed, right? Because everyday people proclaim. That was, our, uh, that was our message last week. And today is the final day, the final day of our Everyday People series. And because next week, next week we're going to finish up with this incredible story that's going to be told by Dr. Dan. And then he's going to teach your children about the power of, of um, the story of David and Goliath and about nothing is impossible with God. We've got all things are possible. So he's going to be sharing that, so it's going to be good. So today, we're going we're to follow up proclaiming 
which we talked about last week. It's like speaking and saying words. We're going to follow that up today with everyday people bless. Everyday people bless. My wife just used words to bless Jamie. And all of us have the power within us to bless someone else, to speak words of life. Have you heard Toby Mac's song on K-Love's called Speak Life? Words have the power to speak life. But on the opposite side of that, remember, words also have the power to tear down. And so we have to be very careful about the words that we speak, the things that come out of our mouth. And so everyday people bless. What's the first thing, I don't know if this is the first thing, but it's the first thing I thought about when you think about the phrase, God bless you. What's the first thing you think of? A sneeze. Yeah, it's, it's odd that we think about that. Do you realize that the sneeze came, or the God bless you after the sneeze, there's, there's all kinds of superstitions of why that all came about. The first one was back in like AD 590, there was a pope who, um, the pope before him died of the plague. And so every time somebody sneezed, he told people to say God bless you, trying to keep the plague from spreading. So when someone says to you, like you sneeze and they're like, God bless you, they're trying to keep a plague <laughs> from spreading from you. Some other people suggest that, um, that it comes from this thought of when you sneeze, you sneeze your soul out of your body for just a moment. That's bizarre, right? To think that, but they think, oh, but if you sneeze and your soul comes out, the devil could snatch your soul just like that unless somebody quickly says, God bless you, and your soul goes back into your body. We do not preach that, teach that, or believe that here at the Calling Community Church. I'm just saying, don't think that. Then, this is funny, one, um, one person actually wrote a book on sneezing. He's an expert in sneezing. In 2007, he speculates, okay, I think we're all old enough in this room to handle this humor. He speculates that, it's you, that if you flatulate, burp, and sneeze at the same time, sudden death will occur. Just saying. That should have been funnier. Come on. But we don't teach that or believe that either, all right? Um, so hopefully that never happens to you. But so you hear this phrase, when someone sees God bless you. Or maybe when you meet someone, they say, well, hey, bless you as you go. Or bless your, oh, bless your heart. Have you, have you ever heard anybody say to you, bless your heart? You know, you've heard that too. Um, that's probably just a nice way of saying uh, to you the, the things that they'd really want to say to you. But just bless your heart. And they don't, they're not going to be honest with you. Uh, look at Genesis chapter 1 real fast. This is the first blessing for human beings. Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. Okay? So we're going to be in Genesis chapter 1, and then we're going to be mainly in Psalm 103. Okay? Just so you know, just, just so you'll know ahead of time where we'll spend our time this morning. And so Genesis chapter 1, you find it's in the beginning. And just so you know, as you'll see up here, that we got the table set. We're going to finish our time this morning together uh, with blessing the bread representing the body of Jesus, blessing the juice that represents his blood poured out for you and me. And we're going to remember what Christ has done for us when it comes to communion. So if you're new, here's the thing. If you belong to Jesus, you belong at the table. 
If you're here this morning and you say, you know what, I don't, I don't think I belong to Jesus. I've never confessed with my mouth or really believed in my heart that Jesus was raised from the dead. You have until the end of the service to get there. And that's between you and the Lord. Okay? I'm going to give you, I'm going to bless you with some words from Scripture that are going to lead you to that place. And so you, you do some business between you and the Lord. And you can come to the table and remember what Jesus has done for you. Okay? And I'll give you some instructions at the end. So, everyday people bless because we have been blessed from the very beginning. Listen to this, Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. Then God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. They will rule the fish of the sea, the birds of the sky, the livestock, the whole earth, and the creatures that crawl on the earth. So God created man in his own image. He created him in the image of God. He created them, male and female. And then listen to this. God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth, subdue it, rule the fish of the sea, the birds of the sky, and every creature that crawls on the earth. God blessed his, the most purposeful creation of all, and that is you and me. The word blessed in this particular context literally means to kneel. Think about the creator of the universe creates man and he kneels and blesses man. I think it's a picture of him coming to our level. Like when a little kid comes to me, comes to me, I'll get down here to be on their level so that I can, for one, hug them, I can talk to them. It's a little bit intimidating like right here. So God kneels, he blesses his people and he gives them specific instructions and tells them what to do. He blesses them. So we're blessed by God. What is our proper response? When we are blessed by God, what is our proper response? Well, it is to give back this blessing um, in lots of different ways. For one, in the form of worship. We sing because it's worship. We worship because it's blessing the one who blesses us. That's why we do that. It is a picture of you then kneeling before him and giving yourself to him. That is the proper response for the blessing that he's given us. So we have been blessed to be a blessing vertically, okay? We'll talk about that first. We've been blessed to be a blessing vertically. We have a vertical blessing coming down to us. We bless him back up to him. And so let's look at Psalm 103. Halfway, in the middle of the Bible, turn to Psalm 103. So this is man blessing the one who blessed them. Psalm 103. My soul bless the Lord, and all that is within me bless his holy name. So right away you get a picture of my soul kneel before the Father. My soul offering itself to the Lord. It's, it's different than sneezing and your soul coming out of your body. It's you offering yourself to the Lord. My soul and everything that's within me bless his holy name. My soul bless the Lord and do not forget all of his benefits. 
And here's the benefits. He forgives all your iniquity. He heals all your diseases. He redeems your life from the pit. He crowns you with faithful love and compassion. We were praying this morning before church started and, and the other pastor Brady was praying, God, thank you for, for delivering me and lifting me up out of the miry pit, out of the clay and setting our feet upon a rock. He satisfies you with good things. Your youth is renewed like the eagle. The Lord executes acts of righteousness and justice for all of the oppressed. He revealed his ways to Moses, his deeds to the people of Israel. The Lord is compassion, or compassionate and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in faithful love. He will not always accuse us or be angry forever. Though there are times that he had a right in all of our lives to be angry with us. But it doesn't last forever. Like parents being frustrated with their children. I've been frustrated with my kids, but it doesn't last forever. It's only for just a moment and then it goes away because of my great love for them and his great love for us. He has not dealt with us as our sins deserve. Can I get an amen there? He has not dealt with us as our sins deserve or repaid us according to our iniquities. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his faithful love towards those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far as he removed our transgressions from us, as a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. For he knows, of course he knows, what we are made of, remembering that we are dust. Of course he remembers, because he was there. <laughs> we just read about it. He made us in his, in, in his image. He created us in his likeness. He knows who we are. He knows where we've been. He knows where you are right now. And he knows about your tomorrow. And yet he still blesses you. And our only response is to bless him back. So just a few thoughts and notes out of this passage of scripture that I just read. Nothing on earth satisfies like the one who created you. Right? You may not believe that. You may still be trying to figure this one out. But listen, the richest person hasn't ever found any money or possession. They have not found anything on Amazon yet that satisfies like God. The most powerful warrior hasn't won the satisfaction in battle. Even a Snickers can't help you in this area. Some of you need to get out more. Everyday people need their soul refreshed and reinvigorated at some point. Amen? All of us, at some point, we need to be refreshed and reinvigorated. Why? Because of the ordinary wear and tear of life. Just daily life. We are in this process, we've been in this process of trying to get our house ready to sell. Finally, it's under contract, praise God. Okay, but then they had the inspection. And then they told you, these are all the other things now you need to fix in order for the past inspection. And I don't know about you, but here's how it works in my life. Okay, so I need a battery for the backup system in my sump pump, all right? So I go to the store, I buy a battery. I come home, I hook it up, guess what? 
It's a bad battery. Out of all the batteries in the store, guess who picks the bad one? Me? Am I the only guy? Hopefully I'm not. So then I have to do that. Then I, um, I have to replace a, a, this uh, um, drainage pipe on my water heater for the pressure relief valve. Didn't even know there was such a thing. So guess what? I go and I put the pipe on. I test my valve. The valve is malfunctioning now. Water is dripping out of the bottom of my new pipe because the valve is bad. Anybody else here or is it just me? I'm like, this is ridiculous. So what do I have to do? I have to replace the valve. I drive to Home Depot. It's late. I get there. I don't know what I'm doing. I buy one. I come home. Guess what? It's too short. So we have no hot water, which is no big deal if it's just me and my wife. But we have young girls in our home and a boy who loves showers. (laughs) Lots of showers. And there's, no, there's not even no water at all in the shower. He was like, I'll just take a cold one. No, you won't because it doesn't work. Is there anybody else or is it just me? I need to be refreshed <laughs> and reinvigorated at some point because of ordinary wear and tear of life in general. Listen to what Charles Spurgeon says. This is a great note. So he talks about this particular area. I'm going to have to take my, so small, I've got to take my glasses off. Every Christian needs his soul restored, refreshed, reinvigorated because of the ordinary wear and tear that operates in our daily life. Though we may have never neglected much communion with Christ, or so though it says, though we may have neglected much communion with Christ and so have lost our vigor, he can give it all back again. Then once more we shall run and not be weary. We shall walk and not be faint. God can renew our youth like the eagles by renewing our courage. Okay, listen, this is good. This is so good. He can renew our courage for him, our confidence in him, our energy toward him, our determination for him, and our willingness to run risks in his cause so that we are passionate then about telling others about what Christ's love has done for us in our hearts. I don't know about you, but I need that. I need that. And maybe you're here this morning, you're like, I need that too. I, I haven't been for him. I haven't been really living out the cause for him. I've really just been kind of doing my own thing, but I need to do more of what he wants me to do. And then lastly, this passage of Scripture, all of us need to remember the amazing grace that we have received when we put our faith in Jesus. It causes all of our transgressions to be cast into affinity and beyond because of what Christ did for us on the cross. He remembers our sin no more. It's cast as far as the east is from the west. And that's why when we come to a time like this at the end of the service, where it's, it's got to mean something more than just tradition or routine. That's just what we do. The price paid in order for us to do this was so great, and we cannot forget that. We need to remember that today. In Ephesians chapter 1, it says, it talks about God's rich blessings. Blessed is the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, 
who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavens, in Christ. All the spiritual blessings that belong to Jesus belong to you and me when we put our hope and trust in him. I don't think we realize that. I don't think we operate out of that position very much because we're too beat down by what's going on in the world around us. We forget whose we are and we don't live that way. And me included. And I'm frustrated by that. I don't want, am I the only guy? (laughs) I hope not. We need to get to that place. For he chose us in him before the foundation of the world. He chose us to be holy and blameless in love before him. He predestined us to be adopted as sons through Jesus Christ for himself, according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of the glorious grace that he's lavished on us in his beloved one. So good. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3 through 6. I didn't make that up. These are, this is God's word, all right? I just blessed you with his word. And so it's for you to receive it and do something with it. Ultimately, this is the truth. It's Christ that truly satisfies all of our needs. All of our needs are only satisfied in Christ and Christ alone. That's the good news, the biblical message. So now remember I talked about blessing being connected to kneeling down. Well, think about this truth. Jesus left heaven and came to earth. That is the greatest measure of ever kneeling down you've ever seen. Literally left the presence of the Father and the Spirit, came into this world, knelt down and became a servant to all and gave his life as a ransom for many. He knelt down. Jesus had a habit of blessing children. He had a habit of blessing children. And can you get this mental image in your mind of Jesus kneeling down to take the children into his arms? Like he didn't stand above them in in his authority. He knelt down because of his authority and because of his power and grace, he got soft with them. He would get down on his knees and he would take the children into his arms and he would pray a prayer of blessing over them. Can you imagine what that looked like? Can you imagine what it sounded like when he calls each of those children by name? Parents, you have the power and position to do the same thing for your children. To speak to them by name and to speak a blessing over them. You have that, you're given that right. That is your right to do so. And if you are their father, it's nobody else's right but theirs to give them that father blessing. You know, and I'm, and I'm sorry if, if your dad failed in that particular area. Mine did. Both of mine did. And I didn't receive that from the earthly fathers that I had, but I did receive that from my heavenly father. And so you have the right and the power and the position to bless your children and speak life over them. And we have that power, listen ladies and gentlemen, we have that power and position and authority to do that for one another. For the person sitting next to you, if there is someone sitting next to you, you have the power and position to bless that person and speak life into them. You know, and if you're married, the first thing you might need to do is you might need to say you're sorry for the words that you've spoken that haven't been building them up and it's been tearing them down. Get there first and then start building them up and speaking life into them. So we've been blessed 
vertically, and we are able to give blessings vertically, but we've also been blessed to give blessings out horizontally, and that is, like I said, to one another. And in Numbers chapter 6, verse 24, maybe you've heard this before. Um, I grew up, or not grew up, but I was in the Baptist church for a long time here in town as the youth pastor. And every Sunday, Pastor Rusty would give this priestly blessing, blessing out of Numbers 6, uh, verse 24. And it says, the Lord spoke to Moses. He says, tell Aaron and his sons, this is how you're to bless the Israelites. This horizontal blessings that are supposed to go out. You should say to them, now this sounds familiar for some of you. May the Lord bless and keep you or protect you. May the Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord look with favor on you and give you peace. In this way, you will pronounce my name over the Israelites and I will bless them. That is this priestly blessing that comes out of the Bible. So if we are to bless one another horizontally, there's something that I'm going to do right now. And um, I'm going to do this for a special friend of mine. Vicki, where are you? Come on up. I'm going to have Vicki come. And I'm going to let her, um, I know I'm kind of putting you on the spot, Vicki, but it'll be all right. <laughs> I really believe in not just talking about ministry and doing, you know, we should actually do ministry. If we're going to talk about blessings, we should give blessings. And so I'm going to let um, Vicki take the microphone real quick. I'm just let her introduce herself. And uh, just give us just a little bit of where you've been, what's been going on in your life in the last year. And I, and I guess I'm putting you on the spot, but I know you can do it. I know you can do it. My name is Vicki Leahy, and... August of last year, um, a test came back and came to find out I had cancer. Um, had surgery in October and began chemotherapy and radiation treatment. The chemo's not totally over, but my hair's growing back. <laughs> um, I have a son that just turned 18 this past Monday, and he's been struggling with his relationship with God and has such high anxiety that he doesn't get out of his room. So he is making steps to step out, go out with friends, um, even go with his dad to a movie, which really freaks him out. <laughs> but yeah, What's your son's name? My son's name is Trevor. So now you know how you can pray for Trevor. So... Um, Vicki came to our church pretty early on. When first we, service. Huh? First service. You were there at the first service. Mm -hmm. So she, we realized she has this incredible musical gift, and we're blessed when she's here. She fills up the empty spaces. Yeah, amen. And so just recently, I, uh, you know, we had gone to Peru, and I came back on Father's Day. And I didn't get a chance to be here for the service. We got here right at the end. And um, Vicki and I were talking kind of back and forth, text messaging. And she shared something with me that kind of pierced my soul. And I thought, that's just, that's not okay. And I want to do something about this. She said that um, her father had died when she was a little girl. And she had grown up without the blessing of a father. 
And today, I want to speak a fatherly blessing over her. Now, these are not my words. These words come from a book that I've just read recently called Changing the Atmosphere. And our words have the power to change the atmosphere in the world that we live in. And Christians have got to start speaking up. Not in political realms and forums or whatever. Speaking up in the truth and love to the people around us and let our words heal other people. And so, I'm going to try to get through this without being too emotional, but I'm going to speak this blessing over my friend. And then when we're done, the worship team will come and uh, we'll um, play some music and we'll, have, we'll do communion together, okay? So this blessing is for you, Vicki. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, I bless you with knowing that you are a masterpiece created by God and he is delighted with you. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10. I bless you with the courage to come out of hiding so your body, soul, and spirit will align with God's purpose. I bless you with the ability to release all the shame and regret of the past for it is a new day and destiny is at hand. I bless you with the grace to forgive, release, and let go of past disappointments and to embrace the Father's love. I bless you with realizing that you are no longer an orphan, but a full-blood daughter of your Heavenly Father. I bless you with knowing that you are one of God's best ideas <laughs> and the result of his fine craftsmanship. I bless you with a new name that will remove all of the false labels and names of the past. Revelation chapter 3, verse 12. I bless you with knowing that the power, knowing the power of the life-giving spirit that has freed you from the vicious circle of sin and death, Romans 8.2. I bless you with the understanding that you are sitting in the council of the Most High God, who is your Father, Ephesians 1, verse, or chapter, or verse 11. I bless you with the ability to see, hear, and know what the Father is saying and doing in heavenly places just for you. I bless you with confidence to know that you truly are a daughter of the Most High God. I bless you with knowing that you were not a mistake, but a beautiful and complete, um, beautiful and complete like a portrait painted by God. I bless you with knowing that you are special, created and designed by God your Father to fulfill your destiny. I bless you with being everything that the Father God has designed you to be. I bless you with a freedom from the fear of man so that your delight will be in the presence of your Father. I bless you with knowing and experiencing, enjoying Father God as Abba, your daddy. I bless you with realizing that you are beautiful, dressed in royal apparel, designed to express your position and privilege as an heir to the Most High God, your Father. I bless you with being able to express the Father heart of God with honor, integrity, joy, and peace. He wants you to have fun. <laughs> I bless you with believing that you are the Father's beloved and being able to live and experience your birthright. I bless you with the ability to experience God's faithfulness and to feel and relish the love of the Father. I bless you with the ability to trust your Heavenly Father in every season of your life, even this season that you just went through. I bless you with the understanding that God is the ultimate warrior. He fights for you because you are his precious child. I bless you with the ability to live in the freedom of maximum fulfillment because you are his beloved. I bless you with great grace to climb into the Father's lap and experience his rest and be at peace. I bless you with trusting your Heavenly Father 
that he meets every need and desire, nothing lacking. The Father says to you, for you are my beloved daughter in whom I am well pleased. Amen. Thanks again for choosing this podcast from the Calling Community Church. We hope it leaves you encouraged. If you need more information about the church or need to talk to someone about prayer or faith in Jesus, please visit our website, thecallingcommunitychurch.com and fill out the contact form. We look forward to hearing from you and hope you have a blessed day.